Happy Tuesday and almost Merry Christmas. You said that with kind of a holiday song lilt uh, in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> with a what? Like a holiday song lilt. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going, you know, based on a traditional No, carol. I'll sing a future intro, but not today. Okay. Not this day. That's good. <laughs> uh, how's it going, everybody? It's going good for Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, it's very close. There are not many shopping days left. No, yeah. Um, so this is Tuesdays with Mary. I'm Mary Nahorniak. And I am Patrick Foster. Howdy. And uh, we are, we want to talk about Christmas music today because tis the season. It is the season. Uh, so are you... You did not echo my tis. <laughs> you <laughs> tis. straightened that right out. <laughs> All right, so are you a Christmas music fan, devotee, lover, or do you just tolerate it? Um, somewhere in between. Okay. I'm not, I'm not super into Christmas music. I, I have a lot of friends who are, and I can see by comparison that I am not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I don't think I just tolerate it. I mean, it's nice to hear it as, as I was kind of... Listening stuff and researching this show, I realized that that is the key that makes Christmas time feel like Christmas for me. Um, otherwise, you know, and, and we've done all the stuff at home that we usually do. We've bought all the gifts and I've made the treats I always make and we've decorated and the tree looks beautiful. But it never really feels like Christmas until we've got Christmas music come in in our ears. So that's yeah. that clicked for me this past weekend. There's a couple of my offspring who will put on like that Christmas music uh, radio station like day after Thanksgiving. Oh, which bugs me, but does it? Yeah. Is it? Are there specific songs that bug you more than others? No, not well. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't want to go into that. Okay. But um, it's always my job at our family gatherings to do the music, like because that's the default. Christmas thing for me. or any time. Yes, just put okay. the music on. And DJ every year P. I get kind of cranky about it. I'm like, I'm just gonna play the stuff I made last year, and yeah. then you know what? Okay, maybe I'll just make one mix this <laughs> year. Just like I'll sit down for a few minutes and make one. So yeah, I end up getting into it a little bit as you make that new mix. Yeah. That's nice. I try to mix it up a little. Yeah. For, for folks. I don't know if anyone really notices, but I try. <laughs> well, now here it is on tape for posterity. Right. That's forever exactly to right. know. Uh, Patrick cares about what you listen to. I do. Fam. Hashtag <laughs> Patrick cares. <laughs> That's a charity that I'm giving to That's this right. Christmas season. <laughs> <laughs> I could use all the donations I could get. <laughs> all right. Well, today we wanted to talk specifically about indie Christmas music. Yeah. And as we bounced around the ideas for this show, there was one thing that came to mind for both of us and that was it mm -hmm. <laughs> right so, we're done yeah. yeah so why don't you talk about that yeah so i think we both looked at each other and said sufjan stevens sufjan obvi yeah. <laughs> right what else could there be <laughs> and between um 2001 i think in 2006 he put out a bunch of uh eps shorter things that he kind of made I, I think it started out i'm not exactly sure but i think it started out as like he's going to give these recordings to friends as like here's my christmas present mm. right and to me that was always like a very kind of indie diy way to do it right because when you're poor yeah. you know and and you're you're just kind of uh coming up in the world like you give people stuff because you don't have any money to buy anything mm -hmm. at least i did mm -hmm. here's a poem mom <laughs> i didn't have anything any yeah. money to buy Mix cds for sure although yep. i i mean now i think when you can buy nice presents sometimes that even is still more meaningful, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I thought, I was thinking about that a lot. And, you know, it came out in a, in a box set at some point on his uh, Asthmatic Kitty label, I, I believe. And it's got a very sort of homemade, you know, like I colored this in with crayon and mm -hmm. colored pencil kind of a cover. Um, so that, you know, one thing kind of reminded me of um, 
that, but also just his musical style, right? It's it's very uh, 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 banjo is involved, right? Mm-hmm. It's very kind of down home. It's very DIY. It's mm-hmm. very indie, and it feels just very homemade and kind of neat. And um, I I uh, I just like the the you know the spirit he took on, where he sort of like took traditional Christmas carols, the ones we've all heard and done them in a very Sufjan style, but also wrote a couple original songs and kind of put it all together in that way. So to me, that feels like very DIY indie rock Christmas. Yeah. And I think this was around the time that he was in the middle of his States project and yes, which allegedly to to be determined if that'll ever be finished, Mm -hmm. I think, but he had done Michigan and Illinois and then he did this. So it's like the state of Christmas got its own yeah CD, exactly right? right i love that yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it was and um uh i i just kind of used to hear them uh in bits and pieces and actually my daughters um were the ones who first turned me on to like here's a different you know kind of christmas music dad like i know you like it and mm-hmm. and um and they played me a couple of sufjan things and that's when i really got into it i was like yeah i know this guy's music awesome and, yeah so something for the family to rally around kind of CD is player fire yeah exactly and uh we kind of kept it that way so uh so it's been kind of a staple of our, um, you know, my mixes will have at least three or four of these Sufjan songs mixed in. Awesome. Yeah, all over the place. So which one should we listen to today? The one I really want to hear, uh, if, if uh, it's okay, would be uh, a song called um, Put the Lights on the Tree. It's more than okay. Okay. All right. every sort of Sufjan trope that you can think of. (laughs) So here's my theory, and I want to know if you agree with this, Mary. I think anybody who makes a Christmas album, um, whether it's just, you know, uh, from like the Vince Guaraldi to the John Fahey to, I don't know, the Mariah Carey of the world, right? I think everybody who records a Christmas album seriously, maybe even like George Jones and Tammy Wynette, um, they all secretly harbor the desire to write a standard, mm. right? Oh, yeah. And I think on, like, every one of these Sufjan ones, you've got those, like, three or four originals. <laughs> and I think, like, this is as close as he's come he's to writing, putting like, all of his Sufjan yeah. money behind this. <laughs> exactly. I can just see the Fosters, like, lighting the tree and, like, <laughs> singing this in a chorus. And, right. and I do want to call my grandma now. <laughs> well, it, and that's the other thing. It's like... These are the jobs you got to do at Christmas, right? You got to put the lights on the tree. You got to do the wreath. You got to call your grandma. Yeah. You got to be good. Um, it's a good job, so. Right. Praise Jesus. Do yeah. all those things that you have to do. Um, but, but yeah, I and this to me, you know, comes close. But, uh, you know, not only is that, a, I think, a desire of many musicians who cover Christmas music, but what a smart economic move because every year they come mm-hmm. back, right? And That's they, so true. Yeah. So Vince Guaraldi has been pocketing change for years <laughs> because of that one piano riff that he wrote for Charlie Brown. Right. Which yeah. is just unmistakable. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like, well, how many new songs really make it into the Christmas canon? Mm-hmm. You know, one a decade? Mariah maybe. Carey, maybe is yeah. she the most recent? It's probably the most recent, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely a standard in my yeah. home. That's, that is the Mariah Carey song yeah, for me. exactly. It's a great song. Yeah, if you're going to listen to one, <laughs> that's, I'll listen to it around Christmas time. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so that one feels very like, um, you know, homemade tin foil mm-hmm. star on the tree. And Toy instruments. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the flute kind of going nuts. And right. All the Sufjan things. And it's like a minute 58. And um, if it just had an exclamation point in the title, it would be great. Oh, that would be. But other than that, so it's Sufjan. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, so there it is. That's awesome. So, speaking of punctuation, <laughs> that'll let me segue <laughs> to this next song that I wanted to play. It doesn't have an exclamation point in it, but it does have parentheses. Oh, good. And it's Happy Xmas, parentheses, War is Over. Ah, Happy beautiful. Christmas, War is Over, um, John Lennon, Yoko Ono song okay. from 1971, mm-hmm. which I would argue is indie, that anything John Lennon ever did is indie. Yeah, exactly. But there is a lovely cover of it by the Polyphonic Spree. Oh, nice. So, let's take a listen to that. Okay. So this is Christmas And what have you done? Another year over And a new one just begun And so this is Christmas I hope you have fun The near and the Very nice. I've never heard that before. Yeah. So it's really cool. I really like, I love that song. And um, I, that, I think, you know, you sort of talked about like decorating and the things that you need to do around Christmas time and Mm Christmas time for me. And I'm sure a lot of people is a good time to take stock of the end of the year. You know, you have time off to think about what have you done and what are you going to do next year and how has the world changed? Um, So hearing this song always gets me thinking down that path, which I think is a really important time of reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think their cover is, is great. You know, the Polyphonic Spree is, do we call them a super group or they're like a or a choir? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're a corral. Yeah. I like the way that was arranged. It was, it was getting bigger and larger and it, it was very cool. Yeah. Cause yeah. they have enough people to make things really big and yeah. large and yeah, you, you get that choir kind of sound and it's not so different from the John Lennon version, I think. No, it seems to um, stay pretty true to the melody. Yeah. So that, so I think that's, yeah, that I like that cover. I like that song a lot. And that whole concept of combining Christmas and New Year's and, and taking stock this time of year, yeah. I really like that. And that's part of that Christmas spirit and listening to these kind of songs and starting to, to get in the real mood. I think that's, this yeah. is perfect for that. Where do you stand on Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid? haven't heard it you know the big celebrity you know the first original one oh Are, wait was that written for that 
I think so. Okay, yeah. then yeah. Okay. Do they know it's Christmas? Yeah. Do they know it's Do Christmas they? time? Do they or don't Producer they? Producer Shannon's giving us a real Shannon <laughs> wrinkled is, face on this. She's one. wrinkling her nose. This is stinky face. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. Nineteen eighty four version, uh-huh. and then the two thousand four version. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back to the original. Okay. To me, that's like you know the first like big supergroup song, right? It was um, <laughs> before uh, you know uh, uh, Farm Aid. Uh, no, e- <laughs> even the that. yeah Farm Aid, yeah. but also you know the the one with. Um, that Michael Jackson wrote, and uh, you know, right? Yeah, we are the, the world. Heck was I there? That's the world. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So Band Aid. We are the world. Good. Um, do they know it's Christmas? Bad. Okay. Producer so Shannon has rendered. They know the it's Christmas, but we don't accept their version of knowing. That's right. That's and Sting is involved. So okay. It's bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. poor Sting. <laughs> I'm sure he's reflecting on his year right now. Yeah, I hope so. It probably um, probably was a good one. Put yeah. out some fake jazz and <laughs> had a good oh, year. No. Sorry, Sting. <laughs> I don't know where this went off track. All right. Back, so that was back, nice. Bring Polyphonic us back. Break. Bring yeah, us to exactly. Christmas. Patrick, tell us what else is on your okay. Christmas list. So so my <laughs> other, my, another song I wanted to play that I thought was just like the most indie thing ever. Uh-oh. Um, Wait, Sufjan wants no. it? <laughs> no, well. His homemade Christmas album? This one is just just slightly left of Sufjan, okay. but, um, but still pretty indie. Wow. So, uh. Uh, Bell and Sebastian. Oh, man. Okay. Totally. Right? Yeah. And they're covering probably the funkiest Christmas song ever written, uh, which is James Brown's Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto. <laughs> right? But it's just really twee and, you know, very oh. Bell and Sebastian. So that's kind of the other thing you think about, um, you know, kind of the ironic cover is mm-hmm. very indie rock. That's true. Yeah. So this one combines um, kind of, uh, you know, uh, indie rock covers with the homemade sound of Christmas and Bill and Sebastian also being a very homemade kind of a Scottish indie rock band. Yeah. And so that like homemade cover is either strip it down or build it up and yeah. twee it up as it were. That's right. Yeah. Or do it kind of ironically. Mm-hmm. So kind of the soul and the funk has gone out oh. of this completely. Oh, man. Because <laughs> the original Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto is an amazing song. Like I actually don't know that I've heard classics. it, but I'm oh, super excited about yeah. this. You got to put that on your list by James Brown. Okay. Yeah. It's going right on yeah. the top. But here, ironically, okay. you can start with the Intr- Introduce me <laughs> to the stripped down <laughs> tweet version first. Yeah. All right. This is it. Let's hear it. Okay. Santa Claus. indie funk yeah wasn't it they <laughs> that tried was cool. they tried to be funky yeah, yeah. um but yeah still re- retain a little of the spirit but i think from a band that originally started out as like um i guess the story on bell and sebastian was their first album 
uh, Tiger Milk was um, turned in for like a college thesis project. Oh my gosh. Right. In, wow. In Glasgow. So yeah, <laughs> they went from there. But I, it's a band I love. I dearly love Bill mm-hmm. and Sebastian. I think they're amazing. And uh, they also do um, a really nice cover of uh, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. That's oh, on that's our, a beautiful song. Kind of our staple mm-hmm. uh, Christmas mix. And so is this... Uh... Santa's come into the ghetto on your Christmas mix, or is... it it is. It okay. just kind of worked its way in there the past couple of years. I just kind of um, discovered it, um, but I I think it's great. I, I really do, and um, you know uh, I think that uh, there's a CD, uh, and I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's something from Stax um, Records that mm. was put out like in the 70s. But that's another one that we'll just kind of put on. It's got all the sort of like Booker T and the MGs, you know, doing Jingle Bells. Awesome. And, yeah. A lot of those Stax Volt kind of Memphis artists. Cool. Taking on the Christmas classics. That's good. Yep. Yeah. There's so much good Christmas stuff out there. Yeah. You and know. Not really the stuff you're hearing on the radio. Right. And uh, I've, I'm old enough that I've had many years of making Christmas mixes. <laughs> many Christmases? Now, so, yeah. In, under your belt? It's pretty refined. <laughs> yeah. I should hire out. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick is available. Yeah. What, what was our hashtag? Give um, to Patrick. Patrick cares. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> I don't cares. know. Yeah. Something like that. Perfect. All right. Well. Um, so there it is. That's that's wonderful. Thank you. The, the last song that I want to play is unusual but it is clearly a christmas song and i'm not the only person who i think likes it for christmas which is the pogues fairy tale of new york oh yes i love this song incredible it's so awesome i love it too um so it's not exactly a lovely song but it's it's a fun song um it is the most let me get this right uh the most played Christmas song of the 21st century really? in the UK. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. I know. So it's so, really become a standard. Right. So they really hit that mark of, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'm not alone in loving it. The Pogues are obviously um, Irish. The This song is it has 52 million plays on Spotify, and wow. their next most popular song is at 7 million. Wow. Yeah. I'm probably responsible for like a good half a million <laughs> of those. So this is a, this is a rockin' song. Um We'll hear uh, a little bit of the beginning of it, and you'll definitely get a feel for it. And I'm sure everybody listening to this has heard it before. But they got cars big as bars, they got rivers of gold. But the wind goes right through you; it's no place for the old. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broadway was waiting for me. You were pretty queen of New York City When, when the band finished playing They held up for more Sinatra was swinging All the jokes they were singing We kissed on the corner Then danced through the night The boys of the envelope Pity choir were singing Go away play And the bells were ringing out For Christmas Day It's an amazing. I thing. love that back really and forth. Is. Yeah, yeah. I really, I actually really love the part where they call each other names. It's <laughs> coming up. It's not. It's not nice. No, it isn't. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's a wonderful life in a weird alternate ah, universe yeah. or something, right? It's an incredible sort of holiday tale. <laughs> yes. And the boys of the NYPD choir were singing Galway Bay. <laughs> Christmas in the awesome. drunk tank. <laughs> it's ah, like God. nothing starts like that. You know, if it's just. Anytime you have like a nickname for jail or prison, that's just <laughs> on my funny list. Drunk tank, the clink, like right. that's. We need more songs about being in the drunk tank on Christmas Eve. That can be the basis of our uh, 
holiday standard. You can write the answer <laughs> song to Fairy Tale in New York. What happens when you get out of the drug tank yeah. on Christmas Day? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> You're all dried out. Yeah. I was looking up um, a little bit about the history of the song. So, mm-hmm. written by Jim Finer. Mm-hmm. Is he the, like the main singer? No, Shane McGowan is the main singer of the Pokes, but Jim, I believe, was um, uh, uh, one of the side men, the main three guys, one of, maybe the fiddler. I'm not exactly sure, but okay. yeah. Okay, so Pogues member Jim Finer had mm-hmm. written, I think, two Christmas songs, and so he has this quote, I had written two songs complete with tunes. One had a good tune and crap lyrics. The other had the idea for a fairy tale, but the tune was poxy. I gave them both to Shane, that's Shane McGowan, and he gave it a Broadway melody, and there it was. So I just love this because you're not saying crappy, you're saying crap, which is very British. That's right. And I don't even know what a tune, if it's poxy, what, I think that means crap too. <laughs> I think so. I think it's a proxy for crap. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Or, uh, yeah, placeholder for that, yes. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, um, and, you know, and then Shane McGowan turned it into this wonderful song, you know, super, like, set in New York. You're, like, really feeling that Christmas season there. Yeah. And I, you know, Christmas in New York is definitely something everybody should experience once and maybe only once, but. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, Jem Finer was the banjo player for the Pogues. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, a band that I love, but, and, and uh, yeah, they just give it that classic sort of, um, you know, closing time, mm-hmm. kind of linking arms, walking down the street. That's right. Melody. Yeah, know, and I think huge. a lot of Pogue songs are like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's part of the fun of them all. My yeah. 50% Irish heart just loves hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> and if I knew how to jig, I would, and I might do like a epoxy jig. Yeah. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Approximate. That's right. Approximate the jig. It's it's so fun. So, um, yeah. You're not going to hear that on Wash FM's Christmas station. No, you are not. But hopefully you'll hear it somewhere Christmas season because yeah, it's it should, a delight. It should be a standard. <laughs> yeah, it really should. Yeah. Um, it's, it's another one that... Um, I really like to listen to at Christmas time, and uh, you know, I think uh, the the kind of uh, British sing along tradition um, isn't you know well served enough for me in like Christmas music, or unless mm-hmm. I'm I'm listening to to the wrong stuff. But uh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I was brought up like listening to the Johnny Mathis Christmas album, you know, the very very classic kind of uh, crooning stuff. So I always like it when um, past the verge. And we get something interesting like that. Yeah. So we lived in England when I was, I guess it was a Christmas I had just turned 16. Right. And tried to do as many British Christmas traditions as we could. And I can't remember what they're called, but there are these plays that you go to. And they're like all these like wacky sing-alongs. And they're su- oh, really? like these super like community-based things. Um, and there's like, you know, you have your Christmas crackers. Yep. And I, I guess Figgy we must have, Yeah. All kinds of puddings. Yeah. They're not all sweet. (laughs) (laughs) You might not know what they're made of. Right. It might be a coin in one of them or something. Right. Christmas in the UK is another special thing um, for sure. So um, so that's our four song weird Christmas yeah. playlist for you. It's kind of your Christmas EP. <laughs> so you got <laughs> four right. songs to build on there. Yeah, <laughs> There's so much to build on. I don't know. I, th- I think if you take those four as the start of your Christmas playlist and you mm-hmm. make a new one, that could be pretty good. Go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know what your Christmas musical traditions are. There's a great Dad Rock podcast from last Christmas that if you want to dig through the archives, you can hear mm-hmm. um, Jim and Patrick talk about all kinds of other great Christmas music. And um and after Christmas comes the end of the year, so we are yes. working on best songs of the year, 
And if you want to tell us your song of the year, we would love to hear from you. The best way to do that is to call our hotline and offer that up. And we will take your voice and put it into the internet. Right. And may probably put it right on the show, which would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. We'll just dial up the voicemail. We won't pre-listen anything and we'll just record it right into the mic. Oh yeah. That'd be perfect. So do you know what your song is? I do. Oh, okay. I have a number of them. But I know the one that I'm going to speak of. Okay, so give give us one that didn't quite make it, but um, was close. So last week I talked about Humble and Kind, mm-hmm. which is, I think, in the future when I hear that, I'll always remember, you know, having my newborn daughter. And then right up there, but just not making it to my song of the year, is um, Sturgill Simpson's cover of In Bloom. Oh, right. Which I just On played Sailor's nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For okay. a good month and a half until my husband said, you have to stop that. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. So great, great song, but number two or three for sure for me. Perfect. And do you have yours chosen? I don't. Okay. But I got you two or three contenders. Yeah. I got two or three. That's how they're, it should be. They're right at the top. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to talk about. Perfect. All right. And that number is 571-424-1984. A very 1984 Christmas. Oh, the year that Band-Aid did their thing. That's right. So keep that in mind. So we'd love to know what those songs are. And share your Christmas traditions with us, be they British, New Yorkian, or something else. Yeah, that'd be cool to hear, too. Um, And you can do that on voicemail, or you can send an email to dadrock at usatoday.com. Or you can send me a note on Twitter at Mary Vale. And you can find me on Facebook, and I post all of our episodes there publicly. You can also post a message there. So my full name is Mary Nahorniak, and... Good luck spelling that. Yeah, good luck spelling that. Traditional spelling of Nahorniak. It's not Irish. (laughs) Common spelling of Nahorniak. Secret. (laughs) Not Irish. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week with some great end-of-the-year stuff. Mm -hmm. Happy holidays to all. A very merry indie Christmas to you. It's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid. At Christmas time. 